Mbaba, mbaskiaba, mbaba, mbaba, Why? Mm. He's a legend. Welcome back. Welcome back. To another installment. Another installment. Of the ONJ podcast. Of the ONJ. I am your co-host Orlando. I'm your co-host Jeremiah. How you, how you doing on this gray, fine evening? You know, NBA season's back. It is back. Better than ever. Better than ever. You know, it seems, you know, uh, it's just different you know when whenever nba season's back you know just the atmosphere uh you know tv you know just does things on its own like you know it's just great times your tv does things on its own yes yeah, like you know you sure you're gonna ghost in your house bro <laughs> um let's hope not you know let's hope not let's hope not but uh yeah it's an apartment i don't want to mislead people you know you said house i don't want to mislead people hey. thinking that okay you know, you know I mean hey as far as they know we could live in a mansion right <laughs> <laughs> great point but uh NBA season's back excited excited it feels great um you know happiness just entered my body as soon <laughs> as I knew the NBA was back I love that um I love I love that for you thank you thank I you. love that for thank you, you. Um, I believe this is the I saw a graphic statistics that this is their highest viewed first day NBA season since like a while. I see you try to throw in a little ASMR there. A little ASMR. That was good. That was good. You know, we we multitask. (laughs) (laughs) Any anyway, um, yeah, uh, I can see why. I ain't gonna lie when you think about it though, like on TV, it ain't really like for well for me. I can't speak for everybody, but for me, it's like I don't really see that much like interesting stuff on TV anymore. You know, nope. But because like really, you could just stream. You know, you know what I mean. There's streaming platforms, and then other than that, it's like really like the only thing I would use a TV for is really like just sports, NBA, football, NFL, like facts, college football. Like so, it's like. You know, whenever it's sports around, you know, it's always just gonna, you know, be a, you know, different. Just the viewers, it's everybody's gonna be tuned in. Facts, no printer. No, for real. It's like, you know, what I mean, like, it's kind of turning to the point where, you know, it's like, the suit, you know, like Super Bowl, like people used to look forward to like Super Bowl commercials. Yep. And stuff, and like everybody used to be tuned in, but now it's like, I don't know. This may be a bold take, but like, is the NBA low key like? Maybe open the nights bigger than you think it was bigger than the Super Bowl? No. I just think the Super Bowl has too much history and too much um how do I say it? Um um bandwagon. I'm probably gonna get, I'm like probably gonna get dragged for that, no cap. Let's just put it in. yeah. I'm probably gonna get dragged yeah. for that. You know how many like die hard, <laughs> hardcore fans there are? Of the Super Bowl, who does nothing else with their life but watch oh, the, the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know what I mean? They spend the three after the, after the Super Bowl. They spend the three hundred sixty four days just thinking about what 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 I'm gonna have, what food I'm gonna have next year. What exactly? You know what I mean? They start planning out their whole entire year based based around football. Nah, for real. But uh, NBA season's back. NBA season's back. It's How good you feel? to have it back. Feels amazing. Oh, I feel happy. Start? 
It was a lot of extensions. A lot of extensions. Yeah. I would say, like, I mean, not, like, free agency a lot, but, like, still a lot more than I expected. Who who should we start with? Um, Let's start with the with the the big one, um, which I would say is Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. You know, going off that um punch <laughs> that he took from Draymond, That's, he ugh. followed that up by getting extended four years, $140 million. Um. So I guess he's not a bench player no more. He's still coming off the bench. That's the funniest part. <laughs> or, okay, or to rephrase that, he won't be a bench player any longer. You know, that much shouldn't be a bench player too much longer. Because that's starter money, you know? And you know what's interesting about that, too? We talked about Tyler Hero last last episode, right? And, like, he's starting now. So it's like, or I don't know if that was just that one game that I saw, but I don't know if he started the second game or not, but. He was starting. So. The way I see it. Mm-hmm. Is that he's their. Sixth starter. Yes. He's their. Their small lineup starter. Small lineup starter. And so like. Explain. How Andre Iguodala was, came off the bench. But then he closed out games with that starting lineup. Yeah. That's what I see. Pool. It's going to be Steph. Pool. Uh. Thompson, Wiggins, Draymond. That's disgusting. It's gonna be their lineup. I mean, Wiggins might be a liability on defense just because how small he is. But oh, for a power. I mean, offensively though, that's that's unstoppable. Crazy. Um, but I mean, that's a great contract, I guess, uh, for his value. Now, do you think? I don't want counts pockets or nothing, but like, do you think it was like like would you give him that contract? Do you think? Would I give him that contract? If you're Bob Myers, you're in Bob Myers' position. Would you give him that contract? If I'm Bob Myers, if I'm Bob Myers, I am not the owner of the Warriors. I am the general. What is he? No, he's general, not the general manager. Yeah, yes, he he's the general manager. Either general manager or, or executive. Yeah, he like, is. Yeah, he is. I thought he was the like executive or, or, like, or, or like president. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know. I'm going to extend all these guys because at the end of the day, I'm not paying the luxury tax on this team, bro. (laughs) I'm here. They hired me to win teams. They didn't hire me to worry about the luxury tax. That's Mm. all I have to say. Okay. If the owner's going to pay the luxury tax, you get an extension. You get an extension. I'm starting to feel that because, like, they're like, I think next year, if if Draymond, because when is Draymond's last year? This is his last year. Oh, so and then they didn't. Right, I think this is right? next year. Or is it next year? I think next year is a player option. Right. So if they if he exercises that, they're like five. That's a five hundred million dollar payroll. Plus luxury tax. <laughs> Which is like that is insane. It's close to a bill. That's insane. Yeah. I don't even want to know what the luxury tax is. Low so key, I'm like, actually interested. I'm gonna Google that. Cause like that's a lot of money. So um. Clearly, they're committed to him. Um, I'm just curious to see, like, how that. I feel like that would be a tough contract to trade, though, just because that's a lot of money. And it's like, you know, you've always had Clay. So it's like, if Clay wasn't here, like, would how would that, like, would the long term success be, you know, there for him? I mean, it has to be, you know what I mean? If, if they give him, like, such a, you know, hefty amount of money. I mean, I'm always bring it back to the money because four for one forty. That's, 
I mean, Wiggins got four for a hundred, so it's like. I mean, Wiggins did just get extended too. Yeah. Four years, one hundred nine. Which is which is understandable. However, mm-hmm. however, mm-hmm. before we keep moving on, I do I did Google that luxury tax thing, so I just want to put it out there. Yeah. Um, Golden State's salary and luxury tax bill would be an estimated four hundred and eighty-three uh, million. Uh, and that's I think that's without Draymond, right? Yeah. So if if he accepts, and I think I that's mean, I think that's this season. So I think that's the bill before. The pool in Wiggins extension kick in next season. My lord. So next season should I, be I even higher. I don't even want to know. But um I think uh I mean it's signings that were expected. You know what I mean? Uh they I don't think they were gonna let Poole walk away for nothing. Nope. So um, you know, I guess it's best to sign him up. And then I think they got Wiggins at a good contract to where like it's tradable. You know what I mean? Like if a team wants to, you know, add if a team needs like a wing or a third or like a second or a third option or something, then they could, you know, you look at the words they're calling. You know, I think that's definitely dealable. But pull is that that would just I think that would be a lot tougher. So I think they're probably definitely committed to them long term. I think I'm I'm thinking of their contract situation, right? And mm-hmm. I'm thinking like they're paying them, right? Right, and then it makes sense because these are relatively young guys about to hit their prime, right? Right. But then you look at the Warriors' big three: mm. Draymond, Steph, Clay. Old. In NBA, old. in NBA, in NBA, in terms. NBA terms, they're old, right? Yeah. But once their contracts are up, right? What are they gonna do? Like, are they are they still gonna pay them the money just because of loyalty wise, mm. or are they gonna ask them to give them a discount because of age, or like what's gonna happen there? Mm. That's a great question. Cause Curry's getting paid the supermax, and like, yeah. Once that supermax is up, are they gonna do pay like? A, do you pay him another supermax? I I know for sure it definitely won't be another supermax. But then again, he's in great shape, and he's playing incredibly. So who knows? But you're right. The I I mean the higher. Uh, see, that's what's scary about these times right now. Cause it's like. It seems like just the cap keeps just, you know, climbing and climbing. And climbing. <laughs> with the amount of deals, I don't know who's orchestrating these deals for, for like the CBA and like the NBA, but like shout out to them. Who, whoever they are is like these players are like benefiting tremendously. So it's like that's a great question. I don't know. Do they do they uh do they sign Draymond? If if Draymond, if I'm Draymond, I would take that twenty seven million dollar option. Cause I mean, I don't think I, anybody's paying him more than twenty. That's what I mean. So it's like, and then it'll be tough. That'll be tough because it's like, do you like if somebody if you want to trade Draymond, like would somebody want to pay Draymond twenty seven mil a exactly. year? So that's gonna be tough. I don't know, but I think they definitely have something special. Um, to add to answer your question, they have something unique that no one else can duplicate. Very. You know what I mean? So I don't see why you wouldn't just keep it going. Now if they got I mean, now you've seen and we've just talked about it. You just said their luxury their luxury uh their salary cap. Their salary. Their salary is four eighty three without Draymond opting in. And you said that's probably without even 
the extensions of Poole and Wiggins. So they're willing to spend the money. So, I mean, why stop now, you know? Hey, I guess. And then, then again, though, Clay's, I don't, we don't know what Clay's going to be. Like, we don't know how, what form of Clay we're going to see this season. So it's like, will he still demand, you know, like we said with Draymond, Draymond's probably not going to get another $27 million deal. Clay's may not get the, you know, the, the max extension he's used to getting. So that may save them some money as well. And then, you know, allowing them to keep the team together. But but then if you look at it, right? Right. What if it comes to that situation where, like, you know they're not worth the max, right? Right. So you want to keep them, but you want to pay them lower than the tax. But then mm. there's also that one team that's going to be like, hey, I know you're old, <laughs> but we're going to give you a max right now. Just because we have, like, a crazy amount of cap space, <laughs> we'll give you a max. Where does that put the Warriors at? Bro, they're 30. They're, like, 30. Where does that put the Warriors? Yeah. Would would the Warriors be like oh. fine? I guess we'll give you the max, oh, or no. would the Warriors be like we'll let you walk? Oh heck no, they're letting them walk. I mean, there's the thing about loyalty. You know, loyalty is important and everything, but I mean, well, Clay's Clay's still 32, which isn't that's like you know prime ish. You know, coming off a injury, exactly two a major injuries. injury, two major injuries. major, and they're not just regular like you know, they're lingering injuries, so. Um, I don't think the Warriors to answer the question. I don't think they stay loyal. I think they let them go. I mean, business is business. You know what I mean. The goal is to you know put up as many banners, put up as many championship banners as possible, and you need to have the best, uh, you know, team out there, you know, chemistry wise. But it's gonna be interesting though, for sure, because it's like it makes you think though. Is Draymond so like? Draymond's a very important part of that team, right? We can both agree yep. to that, right? Yep, that's their whole defense. Now, it makes you think, is he bigger than the system? Is he bigger than the system? Yeah, because I like, think about it. He's there. He gives them the edge. He gives the team the edge that they need. And by edge, I mean, like, you know, competitive edge. Like, you know, that dog. You know, you, you need that guy who's like... You know, basically like the Rodman of the team. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he's edgy. You know, he, you know, defends. He's going to compete. He's going to do all the dirty work, basically. Do all the dirty work. And then he's also a pretty good playmaker. And, you know, he fits that system perfectly. And he's such an important part to what they do. And he's like so, and he's pretty much like giving them their defensive identity. So it's like without him there. I mean, of course, they won't be the same team, but it's like, will they still be able? Like, is he bigger than the system? Like, would his effect? No. Mm. No. And then the reason I say that, right, is because when I think of players who are bigger than the system, Mm -hmm. I think of players who are the system. Ooh. So those players are like LeBron. LeBron doesn't go to a team and fit into their system. LeBron goes into a team and then the whole team switches to fit LeBron style. That's not a player who Draymond is. And at the same time, look at other players who have been who have been great at one place but terrible at another place. Like yeah, you said. That's true. Dennis Rodman, right? Yeah. Great, great with the Bulls. However, mm-hmm. if you look back to his career, mm-hmm. you can see he had tenants with like the Spurs that went absolutely terrible yeah. and went nowhere. Yeah. So you could see how 
he didn't fit that system but then he goes to the bulls who know how to utilize him yeah. and then he's doing great a current example right now is westbrook westbrook does not fit the lakers system at all he's a terrible awful fit with westbrook but if i feel like if you could put westbrook on a team where he's the man and the main ball handler no. he could go back to being as good as he wasn't well close to being as good as he was in okc or like to... the wizards he did great in the wizards but because he, the system is like the, the opposite was... it's the thing yeah like you said he was the system guys like that so you're saying because so jerry mont's not that he's replaceable but the system is he's just He's not the system. He just he's fits. Not, he he fits just fits perfectly, perfectly into the system. Exactly. Which makes you think, is there another guy, like, is that replaceable? It makes you think, like, because if he fits the system perfectly, right? I mean, like, as perfect as possible or as close to perfect as possible. How is that not close to being bigger than the system if he's probably the only guy in the league that I could think of? That could do that role and play that role as as best as possible, and as and at a championship level, to where multiple what what are we talking? What's the dynasty? Four, three, four, four. Yep, four, four rings. So it's like it makes you think like it's got to be like uh maybe a a a fifty a fifty fifty split or four or forty five fifty five split or something because I mean the the margin of error can't be that far away for like the you know between the system between the system between Steve Kerr's system and then you know like the effect that Draymond has you know what I mean mm-hmm. so it's interesting I can see that I can yeah. see that but the thing is like I would if you take Draymond right you add Draymond to another team right I just feel like they won't know how to exactly utilize Draymond mm, the way for sure the Warriors are utilizing him especially because yeah. I know it's like it's a meme to look at Draymond and be like, "Oh yeah, them triple singles right. that you're putting out there," but impact. He's, that impact that you see physically, you physically watch the game. Don't look at the score sheet. You see the things that he does on the court. Yeah. That's what matters. Yeah, it's facts. So I mean, it makes you think, and it's like, I don't know. A part of me is like curious to like what that would look like, like a way, like just. Him away from that's his like just away, like him on another squad, doing that. Cause I feel like he will take that with him anywhere he's go. Reason being, I think he's been doing it for such a long time, and I think that you know coaches would trust, like we just said, four rings. <laughs> coaches four rings. <laughs> coaches will have to trust those four rings, and like have to actually like you know give him a chance to you know. Not necessarily be the Russell Westbrook of an offense or LeBron James of an offense, you know what I mean? Into where you focus the whole offense around him, but I mean, you got to kind of put him in similar situations, you know, kind of like the Warriors did, just because of how successful, you know, the system is, but also Draymond in the system. Exactly. I don't know how the heck we went from talking about Wiggins and pool extension to Draymond Green. Hey, Cause Draymond still didn't get an extension. That's why. <laughs> that that is true. Wow, hey. that is true. Could could this could this be? Could, Who knows? Could my secret could my secret basketball wish be getting granted? Who Seeing knows? Draymond in a in a new uniform. Hey, he's he's going with LeBron to the Lakers. <laughs> Draymond in Detroit would be wild. 
Draymond and Detroit would be crazy. <laughs> just because just cause the whole Michigan connection. And then, yeah. I mean, they could low-key use him. I mean, you know what I mean? He's probably like, he probably would be the missing piece to that squad. Because they have a, a solid foundation. But we'll see. But uh, shout out to the Warriors, you know, for locking in, you know, Wiggins, Poole. I mean, Poole is definitely good, good option. Um, Wiggins, you know, very good contract. We'll see just where that goes and <laughs> and how how much they keep raising the salary cap. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. All right, next next contract extension. My lord. We have Brandon Clark has agreed on a four year, fifty two million contract extension. I feel like he could have got more. Well, I ain't gonna say I feel like he could have got more. I wish he would have got more. Um. But I feel like it's crazy. We were talking about Draymond, and it's like I feel like Brandon Clark is kind of like not he's not Draymond in a sense. But I'm talking about in regards to like y- utility players, like for the for the Grizzlies. I mean, he's probably one of their best utility players. I mean, Jaw is a great cutter, very athletic, can play above the rim. You know, you could he could play that small ball five if you need him just because of how athletic he is. I mean, he may not be the biggest, you know, muscle-wise and stuff, but, I mean, he can definitely – he has that athleticism to make up for that. But um, I think it's a great value contract. It's definitely tradable. If need be, I don't think they would do that, though. Um, But seeing him and Jaw like, connect on those alley hoops and everything, and, I mean, he's – you know, he just plays both sides of the ball. So, great deal and, you know, great price. Yeah, I think it's a great deal for for the Grizzlies. Um, his connection with Jaw is great, and I think especially when you look at this in terms of like um, Triple J is always injured. Yeah. So you you it's good to have Brandon Clark locked up on such a good friendly team friendly deal that you know when when Triple J is injured, you can you know slide Brandon Clark there or whoever other power forward they ended up getting because. They have a different power forward right now starting. Was it Aldemir, Aldemar? Something. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. Yeah. First game I saw him yeah. on ESPN. It was against uh, Knicks, I think. Yeah. He was solid, though. They always find these plays somewhere. He was, nah, for real. Nah, they're, uh, they're a scouting department. It's, they're tough. They're doing great things. Yeah. Because they found, like, I'm not even going to say average, but, like, well, yeah. They found, like, average college players. Not average, but like, I would say just like cosplayers that like just overlook those like diamonds in the rough, kind of like the Heat used to do a little bit. I don't know, they kind of slow down. The Heat kind of slow down a little bit. The Heat better find a power <laughs> forward. That's all I'm saying. It kind of slowed down a little bit, but like you know, I mean Memphis, they be finding those diamonds in the rough though for sure. They do. But that's a great contract though for him. Great contract. Mm, congrats. Um, another relatively small contract. Um, Nasir Little has agreed on a four-year, twenty-eight million extension. Uh once again, great value. Um, Florida boy. Yes, sir. You know what I mean, Florida. I mean, we all live in the United States, but you know, Florida. Shout out to Florida. Florida. You know what I mean? I think Orlando to be exact. But uh, shout out to Nasir Little. You know, great deal. Um, he's had some injury problems a little bit, but I mean, he's making his way back. Striding back, um, I think Dame. I saw Dame has some good things to say about him in his uh 
press con in his uh, I guess it was intro press conference or something. So um he has some good things to say, you know, he's a works hard, hard worker. I mean you have to be if you're gonna be in the league, you have to be a hard worker, but um he's very athletic. Yeah, great deal. Seven mil a year is not bad at all. Yeah, I think it's a great deal for them. Very team friendly, um, and it's critical for him to I think lock up this deal because, like you said, he's getting off a, a major injury for himself. Mm-hmm. So being able to lock in twenty eight million over four years, it's great. It's, it's great. It's a oh. life changing amount of money right there. Oh, you could so. retire after that. So. Exactly. Like, and he fit, he fits the team pretty pretty well. It's, he's somebody that the team needs coming off the bench and doing the, those little things. So I think he's doing great for them. Yeah, I think he'll be a great backup for Jeremy Grant for sure. And just to be able to learn behind Jeremy Grant too, and those type of guys, I think it's it's great. Facts. Um, next one, DeAndre Hunter has agreed on a four-year, ninety-five million contract extension. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. That is a lot, especially with his injury history. That's a lot. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't even thinking injury history. I was just talking like skill-wise. Got, I mean, I feel like skill wise, he's exactly what they, they mm, talk about. No, no, say it, say it, say it, say it. So I was gonna say he's exactly what they need, but they have Murray like now. Three and D, like you mean three and D wise. Yeah, but they have Murray. Murray could take a lot of that defensive, like. Oh no, nah, but like I mean, when you need something like when you talk about guarding bigger wings, though, I think he he definitely comes in the picture. But six for ninety five is, I mean, I don't know. That's a lot. But I mean, I guess you know. Uh, I think I think three and D wings are very highly valued in the NBA. Honestly, yeah. the more I think about it, I True. think they get paid a lot just because they could do that. I think that's the most critical skill set, the one that teams look for the most as a three and D person. Yeah, but I think um he's a, he's a good sh- uh great three point shooter. So I mean, you know, he's definitely uh he definitely has those tools. It's just I guess. I want to see, I guess, more, more offensive improvement. But then again, that's going to be a lot to ask for when you're playing with, when you're playing with two guys who's probably going to get know. twenty a night. Yeah, you know, no defensive. <laughs> Dejounte and Trey's probably get twenty. Trey may go for thirty. You know what I mean? And then you know, Collins may add in a close to twenty or twenty a game. So I mean, yeah, he's just there to provide that defense. I'm be I guess role. I guess role wise, you know. He fits his role perfectly. Yeah, and they, I guess they have to reward it. Yeah, isn't this the same contract that um, Mikael Bridges got? I thought she was gonna say Lou Dort, boy. Why would I say Lou? I feel like Mikael might have gotten more. Okay. No might have. How much did Lou Dort said since Lou you want to bring him up? Lou Dort got five for eighty-two. Five for eighty-two. Lou Dort got way less. <laughs> exactly. Mikael got four for ninety. Four for ninety. Oh, so he got more than Mikael. I mean, inflation, I guess. Incorporates that five million. No, like we just said, bro. The salary cap just you know keeps keeps rising. But um, and I, I don't even know what Capella Hawks. They're gonna have some. They're gonna have some decisions to make because the you just you gave Trey to Max. Well, super was it? It was super max, I think. Um, Capella still. Rookie, I don't think it's a super max. It was, it was a rookie. Rookie max extension. Rookie right? max extension. Right? Yeah. I think the super max has to be like after the rookie extension. Okay. I think. Don't quote me on that. My fault. My fault. My fault. Don't quote G- me on my that. My fault, GM. And then you got Clint Capella, who I don't even know if they're going to resign him or not. 
This is last year. Um, Big old. Well, they didn't. I guess they didn't extend them, so I guess they're not gonna resign them. Um, and then Big O. I think Big O's gonna be good though. I mean, cause his contract. I mean, he's still on this rookie deal. But and then Dejounte's gonna have to get paid. Wait. Well, he's definitely gonna get paid. Yeah, I was about to say. I was thinking like, did they pay Dejounte already? But no, they didn't. No. So Dejounte's gonna get paid. He's on that Spurs extension, so. So I mean, uh, it's gonna be interesting. Cause I don't know. Um, question. Yeah. How many faking extremes? Would you take Hunter or Bridges? Mm. If you had to pick one, I'm not adding Lou Dort because I know you'd be biased. Oh, uh, why would I be biased? Anyway, Hunter or Bridges? Adam. Huh? No, <laughs> Adam. no, I'm not adding Adam. him. I'm not adding him. Mikel or Hunter? Mikel or Hunter? I would say. I mean, hey, that's tough. Give me Mikel. I'll take Mikel. Nice. Okay, we're on the I same mean, page. I would have taken Mikel, too. I think just defensive-wise, defensive versatility-wise, I would take him. Um, I think he's the better defender. Uh, he has a better offensive game, too. Better offensive game. Facts. And, I mean... He just has more physical tools, I think, you know, wingspan-wise and everything. I think that's important, especially for, like, defense and, you know, playing the passing lane. So, I'd definitely take Mikel. I'm assuming you take him, too. Um, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I just, I okay. So, I'm just going to add this. I'm going to catch you off guard because I just got this notification on oh, my phone. Oh, my Lord. Okay? So, you know, this is, in the moment, live notifications. Okay. Um, it says... Adam Silver says NBA monitoring serious tanking issue, right? Okay. And then one of the things that is said here, um, while you're looking at it, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find it. It would be, and even if he took two teams out from the GM, Adam Silver's monitoring tanking. Demoted. Okay, so in such a scenario, Silver told employees. It would mean demoting the worst one or two teams to G League while promoting the best <laughs> two teams from the G League to the NBA. That is the wildest <laughs> thing I've heard. Yo, no, well, nah, who posted that? Nah, bro, who posted that? Who posted bro, that? ESPN. <laughs> who he, they said this is an actual thing he's thinking nah, about. Nah, 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 nah. Wallet, bro, wallet. I think that's just a warning. That just, that just sounds like a stern warning to me. Nah, bro. Ain't no way. Bro, nobody's gonna pay to watch a G League team, bro. I promise you. Oh, never day. He said he said okay, reg- that okay. reg- that regulation. All right. He gave that opinion and said that, but the commissioner then said regulation would destabilize be destabilizing into the NBA. Okay. Nah, he's wild for even thinking of that possibility. I think I bro. think that that sounds like a warning to me. That is like, wild. I, I think he's just warning team. That like, is wild, bro. <laughs> Anybody. Imagine, imagine being drafted first overall to the NBA, a very promising young team, and then because you're not that good, they're like, take your ass to the, to the G League. Late Erie Madans. What? God dang. Stockton Kings. That is wild, nah, bro. Nah, that's crazy. That's wild. Now, this, this, that, that notification caught me off guard as soon as I saw that. I was like, what is this man thinking? I mean... Is Wimbea really like that? Like, is he really that guy? <laughs> I've never okay. seen. I've never okay. seen like the like just so much. 
just everything, like the whole league in a frenzy over one player. That, that is wild, bro. Like they already like they already following that man on Instagram. They already like the the whole the league is. So it's like, and he's not even. I thought the league. I thought the NBA Instagram only follows actual players. So I'm like, now uh, you know how I knew the hype was crazy. How? When when Richard Jefferson when I think it was Richard Jefferson, mm-hmm. he he said um. If when Bea and LeBron were in the same draft, LeBron would go number two. Oh, no, yeah, he's gassing. He is wild. He's <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking. LeBron, who is still in his prime at 20 years old, at the 20 years in the league, would go number two. <laughs> he needs to stop. Somebody needs to stop that, man. Take away his mic. Take, take away his mic, <laughs> Turn it off. The Turn blasphemy off. that just came out of his mouth when he said that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was wild, oh my bro. god! Nah, LeBron, LeBron was a, a high school student being on the cover of magazines and everything. You telling me he's going number two, bro? bro. Oh, no. This man had his own movie in high school. Like, what are we talking about? Exactly, bro. And the movie was great. And this man had Drake, Eminem, freaking Kanye, Drake, Eminem, Kanye, uh, and Lil Wayne. Freaking make a song about him. Wild. Wild. But well, you know, he'll go number two. Who's going to make a song about Victor Wendebea? Wait, what? Wendebea's going number two? No, no, LeBron oh. will go number two. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, well, stop. That's clickbait. That sounds like clickbait. But, um, yeah, I've oh. never seen, like, the league, like, so just attached to one prospect. The last prospect. Anthony Edwards didn't get this treatment. Kate Cunningham didn't get this treatment. Kyrie didn't get this treatment. You know who low key got this treatment though? Just a little bit. Who? And then Zion. Yeah, you're right. That's Zion fair. got this That's treatment. That's very fair. Was um, Zion was Zion the year where they changed tanking for him though? Huh? Was yes. Teams thinking about tanking for him? Yes. Though? Everybody was. Did you see how hard New York was tanking for Zion? New York was tanking hard. Was this the year, or, or was it the year? Because I know, mm-hmm. I know the Pelicans moved up, right? But was this the first year or the second year where they made the new rule where the top three teams have the same chance for the number one pick? It's probably. The- I don't know. I don't know if this was the first year was implemented or the second. Might have been year. first. Might have been first. Maybe it have been because of Zion. Yeah. Because Zion had a lot of hype. Yeah. Because, you know, freak of nature with that athleticism at that weight. And I hype. understand. I don't even, I mean. But no, this took like the Zion hype and yeah. like doubled it and tripled it. Because like, right. my goodness, bro. I mean, he's, he's already that guy. He doesn't even have, like they're already, and I mean, I like his attitude too. Um, Like with, um, I think there was like, you know, there was reports like, you know how they be when you're for sure number one pick, and especially you're playing overseas. You know, they're like, you know, shut it down or, you know, shut yourself down for the rest of the season. You know, just start training and stuff. And he's like, nah, like, that wasn't even an option. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, keep playing. So, you got to love that attitude from, especially somebody as young as him. So, with all the hype, mm-hmm. I, th- I said the same thing with Zion. Uh-huh. I don't understand why teams. All right, so this is. I've said the same thing with Zion. I'm 
now for you i will <laughs> say the same thing about chat because i said the same thing about chat what the health wise okay zion the weight for his body type and the athleticism a lot mm-hmm. of teams tanks for him, but I was like, oh, do we really want to tank for someone who we don't know what like his health is? No. And, you know, he missed a lot of that first season. He missed his third season. And then Chet, you know, you know gonna lie. we already saw what happened there. You could low-key might. Uh, I mean, I don't know. He looks better. But you could low-key throw Paolo in that, too. What do you mean throw Paolo? Seven pounds of sweat. Bro, I'm going to be honest. Since that thing that came cap? out, you think that was cap? That nobody's talked about it, which I find extremely weird. Do you think it was cap? Well, I don't think it was cap, but I I feel like it was exaggerated. Mm, I feel like it, that's because there's that's a better word. Seven pounds is crazy, and then for nobody to talk about it again, like it was just the article popped out, everybody freaked out, and then it went under the radar. And nobody ever. And it kind of looks the same from yeah. from that game that they uh, bought it out to. Like summer league stuff, like I mean, it didn't. It looked like he might even gain weight, to yeah. be honest. So I don't know. Maybe that special d- dude drink, you know, that's that secret, secret stuff. Secret, <laughs> Michael's Michael's secret stuff. They gave him some of Michael's secret stuff, right? But um, so you were saying Zion Chet that teams will still tank without being worried about their health mm. in terms of. Either they have too much weight or too little weight, and then how that in- could impact, like, how injury prone that can make them. Now, is business incorporated into that decision at all? Is business incorporated into that decision? What I mean by that? Uh huh. You have a team, you know, mm-hmm. that's, you know, maybe fans are starting to lose faith. Mm-hmm. Fan, uh, your ticket sales are a little bit lower. Mm hmm. I haven't seen no revenue reports, so I'm not sure if this applies to any you know what? any of the teams. I know where you're going with this. Mm. Oh, okay. I know where you're going with this, and I agree. Oh, oh wow! Because okay, because 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 I go. I, 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 I was ex- I was extremely pissed off last season. I didn't think you was going to agree when the Pelicans was like, "Don't worry about it, Zion coming back and playing at the beginning of this season," <laughs> and then the man never played the whole entire. <laughs> Season, bro. Got it, yeah. They made these se- this like season ticket holders renew their tickets, and they was like, "How does that? That Mac ain't playing, bro. We got you." <laughs> even had his ass. They even had them marketed on the season ticket, bro, the facts. season ticket flyer. Man, got there. Get your tickets now. I think Zion, Zion Ingram, bro. all the fuck. Bro, they really got nah, them, bro. Boy. Nah, my boy. So I mean, like that's what I was saying. Like it could be like a business thing too, because it's like. I mean, at the end of the day, NBA is for entertainment. You know, it's where, you know, they say the best basketball is played. You know what I mean? The best And the best players are he- uh, where the best players play at in the world. So it's like fans want to see that. But then the fans feel like, you know, fans are kind of fans become like, you know, invested emotionally, too. You know, because they want to see their team win. They want to see their team win, of course. You know what I mean? So it's like. If the team's not winning, it's like you know. What I mean, like, why? Why would I go to? Why would I go to the game? You know, we're gonna, we're just gonna lose again. I'm paying for a loss, you know. So I rather save my money. So then it's like we get. So then we get like, you know, a Wemby. We get a Scoot. You know, bring some excitement. Put some, put some, you know, people in the chairs, and then you know, money starts to go up. You're right. 
It's just, uh, it's just an. I, I like to think about like just different alternatives, like different options. That's and stuff. that's that that's that uh, college of business uh, <laughs> uh, degree coming in. I see you. I see you never you. know, man. I <laughs> like, I mean, NBA is like a business. It's like a billion dollar corporation, and you know, what I mean, they gotta and they gotta keep the money coming in. You know, facts. But yeah. Well, with all that said. We still have one more contract. That's, extension. Yo, that's wild. <laughs> we have one we more. We keep going <laughs> like, all right, we got to stay on track. Let's stay on track. I mean, this, this is the last one. Promise to stay on track. One. Just promise to stay on track. We're literally no. talking about DeAndre Hunter. <laughs> like, what the heck? Hey, hey, it's ESPN's fault for throwing out that article, bro. <laughs> they, they really got me with that clickbait, bro. They was like, <laughs> he's going to demote teams to the G League. Nah, they really got me. Bruh. That's wild. Hey, right. We got the... We might have to start putting that as the clickbait. <laughs> what? Teams being demoted Teams? to G League. <laughs> I mean. It got me. I mean, It got hey. me. I mean, hey, come on. Hey. All right. Next contract extension. Kevin Porter Jr. has agreed on a four-year, $82.5 million contract extension. So, how do you feel? Is. Oh, well, I ain't going to ask the question yet. No, ask the question. Okay. Ask the question? Yes. Is he their long-term point guard? Is he their long-term point guard? I think that's a valid question. Because, I mean... At this point... They tried him out. I guess they gave him, what? I guess two years Mm -hmm. as a... As a... What was it called? Audition. As an audition. You know what I mean? And I guess they feel comfortable enough to, you know, do it. How do you feel about it, though? I feel like he's their long-term point guard. Okay. You don't just give him this contract extension... And don't see him as the starter of the team. Um, now the thing, the way so so he's improved. I will say that right. as a point guard, he's improved. You look at his assist numbers; his assist numbers are going up. Facts. So, you know he's doing well. What I would like for them to do that I think would benefit them really well um, with doing this is um, you could keep him as the full time point guard and then have a another playmaking wing. If they added a playmaking wing to that team, yeah, great, great things would come out of it. That's or true. even a playmaking center like a Jokic. I mean, obviously we're never Ooh. getting we're never getting whoa, a Jokic, whoa, whoa. but just a center that could play make some. No, for sure. That would it would it would work great wonders. So. I agree. I like I like that. Uh, I like that idea with playmaking center. Um, clearly, uh, even to answer my own question, clearly, yeah. He's a long-term point guard. I mean, like you said, I'm just going to repeat what you said. Like, there's, they wouldn't give him that if he wasn't, if they didn't plan on him being there long-term. Now, four for 82 is kind of on the low end. But then again, this might benefit the Rockets because it's crazy to say this, but then I think this might be a good gamble just because of how much other players are getting. <laughs> players are getting a crazy amount, bro. <laughs> Crazy. Just, just because of how much other players are getting, and then you have a guy as talented as Kevin Porter is, like I think he's probably like one of the best shot creators the league has to offer. You know what I mean? Just in regards to just like just one on one, just you know what I mean? Like like I, I like I want a guy like him on my part team. Like if I'm going on five v five run, like on the outdoors, like uh, I'm give me Kevin Porter. So it's like. It's a great gamble because then you're you're betting on his development 
and then you know and Steven Silas I mean he doesn't seem to say nothing bad about him besides the turnovers of course everybody sees that you know he does turn the ball over a lot but I mean he's, he's not a nat- he's yep yeah, he's young that he's young and then also he's not a natural point guard so of course that's that's you know that's growing pains you know mm-hmm. that's going to come with him learning the position but I think it's worth it especially at 20 mil a year or what 21 mil a year I think it's definitely worth it cuz like you said the money that <laughs> these teams are giving out crazy it's just i mean not giving out but like just the money that these players are getting is just wild and then for him to get you know that for getting the rockets to you know lock him in at that rate i mean it's it's worth the risk i think yeah i think that i think they came out on top of this um it's a great contract for them um and obviously you know there's there's rooms for improving there Hopefully he's only gonna get better from here on out. Yeah. And you know he, he you're just gonna build up that backcourt between him and Green to you know be something great. Now, like I mentioned, they could somehow get a playmaking forward. That team would do, would do great things. They could. I mean, I mean, I'm sure there'll be some on the option. I mean, some some options for them. But I mean, right now, like I think their small forward right now is like Eric Gordon. Yeah. And I don't think he's a playmaker at all. If they could trade for one, that would be great. You know what I mean? But uh, we'll see. We'll see how they go. And I think they need, like, a young one, too. Like, I don't think they need, like, somebody who's, like, kind of middle, mid to, like, you know, middle, middle age. Like, middle, not middle age, but, like, middle, like, age, NBA-wise, like, 28, 29. I would rather, like, them get somebody young, you know, like, you know, maybe 24, 25 in that age range. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But, no, great for Kevin Porter, though, you know. Yeah, good for him. You know, after all, everything that he went through. Oh, dang. I was just about to say that. Yeah. He found a home with the Rockets, a team who, you know, invested in him and put effort into him. Resilience at its finest. Yes, sir. For sure. All right. All right. Can we talk about some basketball now? That was, yeah, that was the last contract sentence. Go ahead. Go crazy. Key takeaways. It's a, it's a lot. Or just any takeaways. John Morant. John Morant. Two games. Two games. Um, just dropped 40 mile, 49 last game. Yes, sir. Uh, so close to a 50 piece. So close. So close to a 50 piece. Um, his confidence is just through the roof right now. Um, and it's, it's great to watch it because like, like, uh, I've been like, I was watching his like, um, his like day in the lives, you know, like his episode one, episode two, those things. I don't know. They're not, they're not day in the lives, but like his, his YouTube series basically. So, like, his YouTube series and then to watch, like, the amount of work he puts in and, like, and how detailed he is and how detailed his training regimen is and everything. And then for us to see all that, all that work. And, I mean, like, that's only a glimpse. You know, you only get a glimpse in those videos. You don't really get the full summer. So, who knows exactly how much he was putting in. And then, you know, for that to be transpired and, you know, for the results to actually show you know, is like truly is it's great to see. And I mean they're definitely showing. I mean he's he's on the M V P tier, basically. I really wish he would have got fifty dollars last game. Mm-hmm. That would have been that would one been point away from fifty. Would have been great. That would have been great. But yeah, John John's doing a gr- great, amazing things. Um obviously he's improved greatly. He's the the Grizzlies are John Morant. Um I feel like if a lot of the people you ask a lot of people like if you ask them to pick a player mm-hmm. all time 
for right. the Grizzlies. Whoa, whoa, where you, whoa, where are you going with this? I just feel whoa. like a lot oh. of them think of Jaw along with the Gasols. Whoa, that's big. That's big, Tom. Because who else would you think besides the Gasols? I ain't gonna lie, bro. When I think of Grizzlies, I just think of like. You know, oh, it's gonna say like Tony Allen. Hard playing. Yep. I knew he was gonna say like Tony the, Allen. Well, not I was gonna say Tony Allen, but I was thinking about that rant, that era, that yeah. like hard playing, hard nose. What they call it? Uh, Memphis hustle. You know what I mean? Grit that, and grind. Grit and grind. Grit and grind. God dang it! It was like it was on top of it was like on the edge of my head. Like grit and grind. You know what I mean? I'm thinking of that era. So then, like for John Morant to kind of like bring that same attitude. You know what I mean? Is uh, it's pretty special, and the amount of skill that he brings with that attitude, you know, I mean, you you can't expect, you can't ask for anything more. Now it's just really gonna be about how much help he has, because Dylan Brooks is out. I don't know how I don't know for how long. Jaron Jackson's gonna be out indefinitely. So totally it's like, so it's like, does he get burnt out? You know, what I mean, by playoffs, because he's you no, know, because he has to do so much. Hopefully not. You know he's still young, yeah. but I don't don't wear him out too much. If it's the second game of the season and the man already has to draw forty nine, that's he's really that's a year right. older than than me. It's crazy. It's it's I'm I'm still surprised every time I see DMB draft and I'm like, wow, I'm really older than them now. Like that's wild. Yeah, he's really older than me. It's crazy. Times. It's crazy. Christian. But super talented. The man's averaging forty. <laughs> <laughs> it's only two games. It's only two games, but the man, the man's averaging forty. <laughs> the man's averaging forty-one points. A game. <laughs> he's doing numbers, you know. I mean, it's only two games, but I mean, he's definitely starting out with a bang, and he's bringing that attitude that you know I love to see. Shout out to him. Shout out to Ja. The gritty master. Um, going off, you had mentioned how some of his players on his team yeah. are injured. Um, yeah. you know, it's early on in the season. We already have some injuries. We had mentioned some people in the Grizzlies. Um, we can mention Chris Middleton mm. is injured, not hasn't come back. Um, Robert Williams from the Celtics, a very important piece of that Ooh, defense is out. He's out for a minute. Um, Miles Turner, who apparently got injured during like warmups or whatever, something crazy. Um, the Ball Brothers, Paws, um, Lonzo and Lamelo, they're both out currently. Who knows when they're coming back? But there's, there's, there's a lot. You good? I'm sorry, you just that mouse turn just caught me <laughs> on guard. It's not funny, but it's like, dang, like pre, like I've never heard of that pregame. Like that's probably the first pregame injury, like I've heard of. Like I've heard of like. Players being game time decisions, and you know they work out before the game. You know they try to test their injury out to see if they can maintain forty eight minutes. Well, well, not forty eight minutes, but up to forty eight minutes. But then, like for a player to get injured pregame, and I think well, he tweaked his ankle, so that's just tough. I'll be honest. No injury is gonna surprise me anymore. Mm. Just cause back in the day, you know. John Wall got injured going down his stairs. I'm so happy you brought that up. I feel like a hoverboard was involved somehow, some way in that. A hoverboard? I feel like a hoverboard. I don't know. Talk some, about something it. just hit what me that mean? day. Like I just feel like a hoverboard was involved in that injury. 
He was Somehow. traveling around his house in the hoverboard. Is that what you said? Traveling around in the house in the hoverboard or the hoverboard or the, the kid left the hoverboard in the middle of the stairs and tripped something. A hoverboard is involved somehow, some way, in some capacity. It has to be. It's only right. You know, when we interview John Wall, we're going to ask him that question. I have to. I have to. Yeah. Because it's like, it's a hoverboard. You know what I mean? And, I mean, hoverboards are fun. I, I bust my ass. I ain't even going to lie. Like, I'm not even going to try it. But I feel like Same. just with that situation, just the way that they they reported it, I don't know if they reported it 100% accurately. Uh, reading Rainbow. Accurately. But mm-hmm. if they did report it accurately, I feel like, just judging from the reports, I feel like a hoverboard was involved somehow, some way. Interesting. I just have to put that out there. However, shout out to John Wall. He's playing very well recently. Facts. Playing he's very back. well. He's back. Forget the fact that he's playing well. He, he's back. He's back. I, I love. I love that. I love that. I love that he's back. You know, great for him. Um, those Clippers are very scary. Speaking of the Clippers, all right. Who'd you say your sixth man of the year was? Christian Wood. Not changing it. Are you going to tell Kawhi. me why? why I knew, why, I knew why not, you were going to tell not me Kawhi. Kawhi. <laughs> why did you say Kawhi, bro? Why did you say Kawhi? Kawhi's not going to come <laughs> off the bench the whole season, bro. Hey, you don't think so? He's not coming off the bench so? the whole season, bro. I don't know. I don't know. It's just the, know. First, the first week jitters getting him used to game. I don't know. He looked comfortable. Things. He looked pretty comfortable, bro. Yeah, yeah. He looked very... <laughs> so put him in the starting lineup if he's comfortable. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, six man of the year. I'm starting the campaign right now. I'm starting the campaign right now. He's not coming off the bench. Kawhi Leonard, I got to tweet that. He is not coming off the bench. Kawhi Leonard, six man of the year. People are going to watch this podcast and be like, oh, I saw that tweet on down my timeline. (laughs) I guess I know when they were recording. (laughs) Nah, I'm telling you. Nah, for real. But yeah, Kawhi Leonard, six man of the year. Mm, He's not going to be there long. You don't think so? No. Okay. Maybe just the first week. Okay. We'll Christian see. Wood, six man of the year. We'll see if you're right. Christian Wood, six man of the year. They're probably going to leave him on the bench. Mm. Unlike Kawhi. Oh, yeah, nah. They're definitely leaving Christian Wood on the bench. I mean, Jason Jason Kidd can't just go in the media. I mean, he can and just say, you know, and say one thing and then a whole other thing happens, you know. But okay. Kawhi Leonard for six man MVP. For oh, six man okay. of the year. Okay. Whatever you say. Kawhi for six man of the year. I still think he's only playing two games, but whatever. <laughs> whatever you say. Whatever you say. This man's actually tweeting that right now. I have to. I see him with the phone in his hand tweeting. Bro, it's happening. Okay. Okay. I can't believe it. All right, what else do we Ben Simmons. Yes, sir. Beautiful Ben Simmons, who just Whoa, decided pause. to. Pause, nigga. Game. Game-wise. Game-wise. <laughs> Let's relax now. Let's relax you said now. You said it. You said it. Let's relax you now. Let's relax now. I meant how he it. had a beautiful game. Oh, man. If you would have let me finish. My bad. Beautiful Ben Simmons game Dude, where man. he decided he was going to foul out. <laughs> It's wild. His first, his first game with the Nets. It's wild. The fact that Steve Nash let him like play that out, it's just, it's just crazy. I still don't think Steve Nash is a good coach. Anyway, really. Ooh, Steve Nash or Doc Rivers? Ooh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about. Funny it. Funny enough, because I literally had a bullet point here that is. All right, is we'll, Doc- we'll say that after, after, but but finish your monologue on Ben Simmons, though, bro. 
He found out. He I gave out. I gave this man the benefit of the doubt last episode, being like, you know, he has the potential to be a defensive player of the year, <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, I'm gonna foul out. <laughs> like, wow, thanks for making me look like a dumbass. <laughs> like, I mean, it's his first game in like what, like two years. He or... better improve. Bro. Yeah, he better. You know? He better improve, bro. I'm giving you after trashing you the whole season. I decided to give you the benefit of the doubt. That's this, crazy. This is how you treat me. Come that on, that is bro. crazy. Yeah, she had an interview with um, an interview. Yes, I remember this interview. A different one or the same one? No, it's the same one. Same one. Yeah, it was interesting. But um, yeah, falling out in twenty three minutes is wild. Stephen Ash, she should have took him out. Yeah, I don't care. But then again, maybe this is like a learning tool because this is the time to get these type of get these type of actions out. You know what I mean? This is the time to you know get those bad habits out. Because, I mean, and that's our playoff team. Or at least a Brill-like one. But, so, this is the time now to, you know, get those Jared out. Maybe he just want him to play through, you know, his his issues. You know, fouling, whatever. So, that way, you know, when it comes to the time where we really need him, you know, he could be there. Fouling out, fouling out first game is. We'll see. Fouling out first game back is. Crazy. That's different. Crazy. Yeah, that's different. All right, want to move on to the Doc Rivers one? Yeah, talk about it. All right, I had, is Doc Rivers holding back the 76ers? Oof. Because last episode, right? Mm-hmm. I remember mentioning how the Rockets were the only team who stood up head-to-head with the Warriors and were never afraid of the Warriors. Mm-hmm. And always went up against them, you know, always gave them their best fight till you know, somebody on the team got injured. Mm-hmm. Um, But one thing I, I, I massively overlooked was the fact that the 76ers coach is Doc Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> who is terrible at adjustments mm. in the game. Yeah. Is that going to damage the 76ers long term? Will that damage the 76ers long term? Uh, I think it can. I think it will. I think it will. Reason being, I don't know if the 76ers have like a player. That's like I don't know if they have like an in-game game manager on their roster right now. But no. and like by in-game game manager, I just mean like just somebody that can just you know like yes, like yes, they have players that can put the ball in the basket. But I mean, when we're talking like organized basketball, like NBA type, where you like got to use strategy and you know all that type of stuff. I just don't feel like that's on their roster. But um, the talent is definitely there. Like, if we're talking, like, rec, like, if we're talking, like, 5v5 outdoors, you know, just street rules, like, hey. That team will be amazing. (laughs) Team will be amazing. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Auntie selling snow cones, you know what I mean, in the back. You know what I mean? In the back of her trunk. You know, like, hey. You know what I mean? finals, Finals every year. You know what I mean? Finals but, every year. <laughs> but this is what we talking. But we talking. You know, organized basketball. You know, coaching. You know, GMs, presidents, coaching, you know, all this other stuff. Coaching emphasis on coaching. Coaching emphasis. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of emphasis on that coaching. One, part. one more time for the people in the back. Coaching. Y'all should have just hired Tyron Lue, bro. Mm, facts. It's like it's like is Tyron Lue like your answer for like every team's coaching problems? 
feel like it. I feel like it. <laughs> no, my answer would be Greg Popovich. Let's be <laughs> Bro, obviously, Greg Popovich is not available. So <laughs> I always, I just always say Tyron Lue because yeah. he was the one that was available at the moment. Right. You know, and Tyron Lue knows how to adjust mid games and stuff. Well, no, Doc sure. Rivers can't do. Yeah, but I mean, it's uh, see. Thing about Doc Rivers is like it's hard to just refute his championships. The one championship. One championship. With, Sorry, with I don't the, know why I feel like they two with the big three Clippers. I don't know. You could arguably say big four. Sure. No cap. Big oh, four. what I'm t- I'm thinking. I'm talking Celtics. Wait, what are you talking about? Celtics. What did oh, I say? Big three Clippers. Oh. Big three Celtics, my bad. I ain't gonna lie. I watched that video constantly. That JJ Reddick, Chris Paul video. When he like, I think he's actually asked multiple teammates from that Clippers team, like what went wrong. And I still don't understand. And I feel like, you know what's crazy about that? I feel like none of them just wanted to say Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. They just, they just, everybody just said like egos, players, they blaming it on themselves. Like players, 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 you know, egos, egos, egos. But at the same time, talk about it. If you are a coach, right, mm-hmm. your job is not only coaching them on the court, it's coaching them off the court. So Ooh. if there are players with big egos, your job as the coach is to be able to handle that. Phil Jackson, who people call him one of the greatest coaches to ever exist, coach Michael Jordan, and then he coached Kobe and he coached Shaq. The people with the biggest egos in the world in terms of basketball. And the reason they did so well with him is because he would stand his ground and handle their egos. Accountability. Accountability. He knew how to do that. And that's that's a big thing about being a coach. Knowing how to mm. handle your superstars. Don't let the superstars just walk around because they're on the court. Another question. Something I'm not going to be... I'm not going to be devil's advocate, but, like, I have a question to kind of combat that. Kind of like I said earlier with the money situation and, and why teams are tanking. Like, you know, could money have something to do with why players don't listen? Like a, like a sort of a sort of sense of entitlement, you could say. You know, like, I'm a super max player. I'm James Harden. I'm... I'm a super max player. I'm Joel Embiid. Why do I have to listen to you? I could buy your house. You know my what my rebuttal. I could buy your block. Be? You know what my rebuttal to that would be? Ooh, what's your rebuttal? How many championships you got? <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's great. That's if a great the answer rebuttal. is zero, you shut up and listen. <laughs> to the coach. It's uh, that plain and simple. Is that plain and simple? That's real. I'm pretty sure Jordan was getting paid like what thirty two million back in the nineties, <laughs> which is like. A super match lie. nowadays. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. Did he even make it to thirty two, bro? He, I'm pretty sure he was getting paid thirty two a year. My lord, that, that last season, I think he was pay, getting paid like thirty two mil mm-hmm. in the nineties. Yeah. In the nineties, which you know, now you get paid thirty two and it's nothing because of inflation. In nineties, that was like out of this world <laughs> amount of what? money. Yo. The, the man still listened to Phil Jackson. Facts. So like, you gotta yeah. listen to your coach. If your coach brings you to a championship, the man knows what he's doing. Come on now. Mm. All right. That's real. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. His highest highest he ever made was 33. 33. There you go. 
Which is wild. Big money. Which is wild to even think of. I still think of that Nike Jordan split. That like, Nike Jordan split, yeah. Like just like the amount of money money like Jordan could be making if he like did his own thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I wonder if that like haunts him. I wonder if he ever thinks about it. I mean I doubt it. He's a billionaire. He's I, a billionaire, it doesn't way. matter. But you know what's interesting about that network stuff? What? It's like I don't know if like they tell the the full story. I don't think they do. Because I seen the interview with Chad Johnson, who was a um NFL wide receiver, and he was like his net worth on the internet was like five mil or something. But then like he showed all the podcasts people that all the podcast hosts his count it's like 15 m's and he's like how the heck y'all get five m's how y'all calculate five m's when i got more than that in my bank account yeah it makes no sense it's crazy i don't, I don't understand and it's like and, and it's interesting too because like i doubt the people that make those make up those numbers i doubt that they know the people that they're talking about personally to they even don't. come up with such a number unless unless you got people in those celebrity circles leaking information which will be foul as fuck they don't it's a lot of it's a lot of i feel like it's a lot of guessing yeah. or it's a lot of like what the public knows mm-hmm. compared to like cuz a lot you got to think like a lot of them do a lot of things like on the side mm. that we don't know about and i think right. that's where a lot of their revenue comes from true but yeah, I mean, it's interesting. So, I mean, yeah. So, Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. So, to answer your question. Yeah. Because I think this is the question you were going to ask me, right? Uh-huh. Who's the better coach between Doc Rivers and Steve Natch? Oh, yeah, Is yeah. that what you were going to ask me? Yes, sir. I would still take Doc Rivers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Steve Nash is awful, bro. Steve Nash is getting saved by KD. So I'm hoping on it. He is getting saved by KD. He's yeah, getting not, saved. Now it's going to be KD, Kyrie, and Ben, boy. And Ben, bro. Hey. Man, the man finds a way to get saved every single time, bro. Really? So you don't think just him being a great point guard and a great floor general, that doesn't necessarily correlate into great coaching? It's crazy. So I would have thought he would have been a great coach, and apparently, mm, I was just because he was great. So, hey, but why? Why do you think that is, though? I don't understand. Maybe that's a that's a conversation we need to have. I don't. Understand. Why is that is though? You were so great in organizing your on court teammates. You know what I mean? You know, what I mean, y'all were winning games. I mean, y'all y'all didn't make it to the final. I mean, y'all didn't win the championship or nothing, but y'all were perennial playoff teams, and then. You know, it doesn't really translate into, you know, grown men, I guess, or, you know what I mean? But then again, though, he was really good at basketball. So that's kind of different, too, when you think about it. Because, like, when you're really good at basketball, players are going to, like, follow you. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to listen to you or, like, you know what I mean? Or, like, vibe with your style if you're, like, really good. You know what I mean? Or adapt to your style if you're, like, that guy. Could it be the change in the game? Okay. Talk Could about that. It. Be a situation because elaborate. The way Nash played back then, it's it was obviously a slower paced game to what it is now. Yeah. And obviously now it's more dominated by you know the three pointers, and you know the the two, the mid range is kind of like 
leaving a lot of people aren't taking as many tools as before yeah so could it be that that he's just not adjusting to the change of the game mm. or is it just that plain and simple he's just not he a good was, coach he, he was he was good on the court he's just not a good coach but when uh, you take him out the court he was he's awful he's not <laughs> just being simple as that. i mean yeah it probably could i feel like that could be it because I, I feel like adapting because i feel like you would have to know that you have to adapt if you're like if you're in the co- if you're a coach you know what i mean like if you're like if you're about to be a coach like you have you would of course you wouldn't you know you would have to know what you're signing up for mm-hmm. or that conversation would have to come up in the interview process or something at some point at some point during this whole hiring process that would have to cross your mind at some point and you would have to know that so i ain't, i ain't even for to give him that that answer i mean give him that opportunity but now your second option of just bad coach just that may be it it just he just, just a bad coach. may not be a bad may, just may not be the just right just coach. coach the man didn't take notes when he was being coached that's now, the issue here he may be a good trainer you know what i mean but like you know what i mean or like a, he not you know what i mean or like skill development wise you know what i mean he may be able to help in that area but like when it comes to just you know organization right. things of that nature i agree with that it may not you know you know what I mean, like this man was working out KD. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, when uh, KD was still in uh, OKC, so it's like, and Steve Nash was still playing with the Lakers, I think. So it's like, and you know, he helped KD a lot with just certain footwork things and things of that nature. So, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing him in that type of role. He should have been an assistant coach. Yeah, started before out before being a head coach for sure. So he could take notes and learn. I could see him in like a Phil Handy role. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like player development. You know what I mean? You're developing players, but then you're also, you're not the head coach, but you still get to uh, assist in game plans and stuff like that. You know what Facts. I mean? Like you still get to, you know, you can still get to like, provide your input, you know. But then then again, I don't know how those how those coaching rooms are. You know what I mean? So, oh, no. oh my God. There's so much I want to know about it, just the league. It's just like just the process, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I'm very always been very. Interested. I want gear from like every team. This man's always with the Bruh, gear, bro. I seen that Jammer. Well, John Morant doesn't count because his he his all his stuff was from Nike. But like I was watching a Davion Mitchell documentary, and like, th- just the he went uh, he was working out in the Kings facility and like just went to the equipment guy, just full of just Kings merch and just. Here, take a shirt. I'm like, oh, is that easy? Like, I wish. Go sign up. Go to Google right now. Mm-hmm. So look up NBA Waterboy or NBA Towerboy. I would do it. And just sign up. Yeah, just do it. I would do it. Just do it. Even like the even the uh, the court wipers. You court know what wipers. I mean? Just do it. I would do it. Look it up right now. I will. I will. Uh, okay. Good job. Good job. But Kawhi Leonard, six man of the year. This man's still on that. <laughs> Uh, it's happening. It's happening. We're living in it, bro. We're living in it. Whatever you say. Is that all? Did you have more? No. That's it. I think that's it. On my end. And everybody, get off Russell Westbrook's nuts. Pause. Pause. That's it. It's been a great episode great of episode. the ONJ podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, download on all podcast platforms. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. 
Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Um, you got them all. We got them all. Um, make sure you share the podcast with your friends and family. Please do. Um, help us expand the views. Help us expand the mission, the vision. That's the goal. That's the goal. And we appreciate you guys for tuning in. We out. My bitch Chinese, but she get mad if you call her.